12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Yeah! Hello and welcome to the Redcast podcast, the podcast by the Liverpool fans for the Liverpool fans. As always, I am joined by Steve. How are we doing? Evening. Yeah, uh, it looks a bit weird. I've switched from my phone onto the laptop and uh, <laughs> the big screen. I can actually see it. it. Looks like you're looking directly into my eyes. So cool. <laughs> Before we do go into the podcast, um, one of my features when I used to do a radio show was to dedicate my show if any um, musician had passed away, uh, just like a little touch, so to speak. But I want to dedicate this whole podcast to the best Liverpool goalkeeper of all time. Is that fair to say, Ray Clements? Yes, absolutely. Um, We've had some good keepers since. We've got a cracking keeper now. Yeah. Yeah, you just can't beat Ray Clements. Three European Cups and that. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Alison May... Maybe in future hell in his life, but as we are now, that's better than Clem. I know, such a, it's so sad, and I remember seeing a few weeks ago, um, those Liverpool players tweeting him, you know, when he first got diagnosed as being sick, um, yeah. and they were tweeting him, like saying, like, hope he gets better, and that. And uh, obviously, I was unfortunate enough, I didn't get to see to see Clement. I don't, has he been before your time as well? What, how, I mean, how, um. What what years was he at, at Liverpool for? And I'll tell you if I got to see him live. Um, I'll find out for you. It's I mean it's so sad, isn't it? Like when I was watching videos of him um, this morning, like just out of curiosity, thinking like I'll see how because obviously I never got to watch him, and pff, he is so so good. I wouldn't mind him now, to be honest. <laughs> the earliest keeper I remember was Grappler. He made over a thousand. He's only one of twenty nine players who've made over a thousand career appearances as well. Five league titles, three European cups, two UEFA cups, a UEFA Super Cup, an FA Cup, and a League Cup. He literally won it all. Um, I started going the match in. I was less. I was under two. I think I was eighteen months when my dad started taking me. So that was sixteen eighty two. Uh well, he played sixty seven to eighty one. So you would have ah, just missed him. And then he went to Tottenham and played um, 240 times there for seven years as well. Yeah. Mad so we... maybe, maybe I did see him as a, as a Spurs keeper. Yeah, and he was playing for England until 83 as well. So you've probably seen him play for England. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we ever sold him, to be honest. It's a bit mad, considering... He I'm... wanted to go. Because he won it all. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got a link. I'll send, it. I'll send it on to you. There's a little mini documentary about him he got to the point he, they just won the he, I think they just won the European Cup yeah and he said he was just sat in the corner of the room looking around and thinking what's next this is, this, this is it yeah I've got to you know to to, to further me not, not to further his career but to you know what's next basically yeah and he had to move for that. it's crazy I mean, as you've seen all the messages and that, like Rush, like, and Daglish and Barnes and... Aldridge, yeah. everyone, everyone involved in the club or everyone involved in England, everyone who's, it seems any professional who's, who's ever come across them. Yeah. They're doing family well and that, and that speaks volumes, doesn't it? Well, model professional, absolutely. Yeah. Right, um, shall we dissect that City game first then before we build up to Leicester, considering... I think the Leicester build-up is probably going to be the biggest build-up we've ever done <laughs> to a yeah. podcast, given we don't even know who's fit. Um, but we, before we do go on to the, the City, if you are watching on YouTube, please um, press the like button and subscribe. It costs you nothing, takes you two seconds, helps the YouTube algorithm so that more people can see the podcast. So if you do like what you are watching, hearing, listening to, uh, like leave a like and a subscribe. Help us out. Nice one for that. I'm with you, mate. Anyone, anyone, you know... Pass it, pass it on. Yeah, uh, and I just want to say, before I go any further, massive shout-out to all the American fans out there because 
um, in terms of the numbers on like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts and stuff like that, we're absolutely killing it in America. <laughs> um, it's amazing. Yeah, it's mad. It's proper mad. Um, and I, a few people have spoke to me about that saying like, well, obviously when you do a podcast, Americans probably do get more, you get more views off Americans because it's bigger in America yeah. than there is over here. Um, but the, we're getting consistent downloads now every single week from various states in America, which is is mega. Hopefully one day we're big enough to go and do like a little tour or something, Steve. Do you reckon? That'd, that'd be that'd be fantastic. I mean, if you if you're listening from America, if you're listening from Asia, wherever you are, jump on YouTube or whatever. Leave a little comment. Yeah, we might give you a might call you out next time. That's the best way. Um, to interact with the podcast at the minute is YouTube because obviously if you're listening on Spotify or um, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Deezer, anything like that, you obviously can't comment. And do you know what? Loads of people who are listening on Spotify and that are subscribing on Spotify, on Apple. So they're getting all the latest um, podcast downloads, which are made up about. But if you do want to get in contact with the podcast, um, hit us up on YouTube. It's just the Redcast podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking we're probably going to do Patreon in a few months maybe after christmas do patreon episodes as well so you can contact us that way um but we'll probably see do with a um probably do with an, an email address for people to contact us on you can sort that out the next few weeks yeah. so people might want to leave the comments on on the, the social we have got an email it's the redscast at gmail.com no one's gonna ask us yeah, I'll put it up on the screen if you're watching on YouTube, but if you're listening anywhere, it's the redscast at gmail.com. Um if you want to actually come on the podcast and talk with pool, I'm happy for anyone to come on. I just like listening to people talk with pool, me and Steel have anyone on. Anyone. Skype, if you want to come down to the studios and do it, you can do that. Let us know. Um but yeah, City Game. Is it bad that I'm happy with the draw? No. <laughs> I mean, a point away to City, you, you can't turn your nose up at that. Well, it's the best Klopp's done, isn't it? Uh, I don't think we've ever got a point there under Klopp. In the Prem. In the league. In yeah. the league, I, I don't think we have. Um, Obviously, they it's... are our, they're the, probably the strongest squad in the league. Um, so, to get a point at their ground, not to be sniffed at. Um, I wasn't too disappointed, then, if you do. You did give me that option before kickoff. Yeah. I'd have probably took it. And it's swear to game, just give us a point each. I'd have been happy with that. Well, when you look in the grand scheme of things in terms of the actual game itself, um, it was a bit mad. Is that the word I'm looking for? Like, I feel as though we should have won it. Um, obviously, we were robbed in my eyes for the pen. Um yeah. But that's that's that, that's the answer to the rules. That's not the rules are nonsense. Um, see, I've, I've watched back today highlights because it's been a couple of weeks since we played. Yeah, I watched the highlights back, and Sky have made it out to be mostly city. I don't remember the game that way. Uh, I remember a fairly even game and a point suited both teams. Now, the highlights that Sky have threw out on YouTube. It makes it look like they battered us. Um, I'll have a look now. I, I don't feel like that. Again, you know, sometimes I watch the game through me rose into glasses or whatever, but I didn't feel yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't. I felt like when I watched it, it was quite a good game. I thought that it was like a player, a, a game of both halves, really. Um, yeah. We were going at them, they were going at us. Um, they had more shots than us, but we had, <clears throat> we had 55% of the possession. Um, yeah. We had better pass success rates. Um, they had better dribbles. We had better aerial duels. We had better tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did have a few good chances that, that I remember. Um, Jesus had a couple. Uh, the way the what the weight of that goal was was fantastic, wasn't it? I rate him more than. Not this isn't just going off how much I go from on FIFA. I rate, <laughs> I rate him more than Aguero now. I think Aguero, for what Aguero's done for City, world class. He's a legend for them in his own right. But I think, I think at we're, the moment he starts ahead of Aguero, doesn't he? Yeah, and I think where Pep, I said about like on the last pod, Pep saying that Aguero had to earn a new contract. I don't agree with that, but I agree he shouldn't be starting. 
anymore. Uh, I think Jesus offers that bit more. But if I'm being completely honest, I don't think City are that good anymore. They, yeah, look, they're good. Don't get me wrong, they are a good team. Oh, are they? They, they, they were a phenomenal team. Well, I so. think since they've lost company, obviously we bought Ache, 40, was it 45 million or something in the summer they paid for him? Uh, and it's not even starting. Ruben Diaz is a, is a really good defender, by the way, but Diaz and Laporte is quite clearly their strongest two. Now, granted, you need backup, but to spend £50 million on a backup, I don't rate me. I, I think the main reason he spent that money is because he's quite versatile. He can and does play left-back for Holland, yeah. if I'm mistaken. So, he has got the versatility. Oh, I think that amount of money for a player who's not Virgil no. van Dijk, should we say. Yeah. It's well, it's crazy. With, I, don't, I half sometimes feel like Pep isn't the one in charge of transfers at City, you know, because they went on... Who did, did he swap? They swapped someone for Cancelo, didn't they? They, got, they paid money. Angelino, I think it was, wasn't he? They got no, he went, he went to Leipzig again. Um, yeah. I can't think who it is. They swapped somebody to go with Cancelo. Now, Cancelo's a right-back, but he played on left-back against us. Um, Kyle Walker's in good form, but you could see how much... He got bullied by Mo Salah, Cancelo, because he was playing out of position. He was, yeah. like, he's going up against arguably one of the best players in world football, and mm-hmm. the, the playing players out of position. And I mean, when you when I looked at the City starting lineup, I honestly thought they were going to beat us. To be honest, I mean, we did go into the game with with Gomez, obviously, and Matip, and that won't happen again. And but <laughs> <laughs> it, obviously the downside to that game was Trent coming off in the 63rd minute. Yeah. 2020 can do one, can't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's a few that are racking up now that we're not actually sure on the severity of it. Are they going to be ready for Leicester? Uh, Trent's one of them. Uh, he is looked like he's probably a few weeks yeah probably but the others that we've heard of on the internationals we just don't know do we Robbo was precautionary Hendo precautionary but that could mean anything yeah definitely I think Hendo will probably be out though Um, but then you never know Klopp might have said he's only playing 45 minutes for you yeah all he said was, was it muscle tightness or something so that could just be a couple of days yeah like or whatever but it could be three weeks you, know, you, you never know terrible but yeah on the City game then um, are we putting it down to Kevin De Bruyne and missed that penalty because he's a Liverpool fan or what <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a red honest. isn't he <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely um, definitely a red anyone who's watching on YouTube now if you're listening on Spotify you might have seen it um, Kevin De Bruyne is a Liverpool fan there's videos of him when he's younger saying yeah. about how much he admires Liverpool and then there's the picture of him. Is it on a horse? Yeah, he's on a pony or something. Yeah, with, with a good pull top on. Um, Kevin, mate, just come home. That's all I can yeah. say to you, mate, if you're listening. We want your own, to be honest. I've seen on Sky today that you haven't got an agent and you're discussing your contract renewal with City. Why doesn't Jürgen just go in and go, we'll double that? I'll pay him whatever he wants. Anything, yeah. anything that fella wants, we should pay him. Um, I mean, I know we're stocked up with midfielders, but... It's Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, it doesn't matter who you've got at the club. If, you know, one of the top, I'd say probably probably the top five or six players in the world. I'd go as far as saying he, he is the best midfielder in world football. Uh, if, if a player of that calibre becomes available, I don't care who you have got in the squad, he comes. And whoever else is in the squad, it's not about you, right? You're just not as good as him. I'm going to put a hypothetical question to you. It's going to probably cause a bit of controversy, but who would you rather? Prime De Bruyne or Prime Steven Gerrard? Gerrard. Really? Gerrard. I went out of shadow of adults. I mean, Gerrard is my absolute hero growing up. Uh, I think he's every lad my age is... He was like, where you, I, you would look, you got to watch like Fowler and Barnes and yeah. Rush. Gerard is that for me. Um, yeah. But Kevin De Bruyne. See, 
Kevin De Bruyne is a, technically a better player. Uh, he is a technical ball. I think doesn't some... get out the game by the scruff of the neck like Gerard used to do. Gerard used to single-handedly win us games. Yeah, I mean you see now in the in the game against us, De Bruyne was the cap. He should have put the captain's performance in an event, and I'd say he was quite poor against us. Um, whether that be he is a Liverpool fan, you never know. It, it, it isn't like it's uncommon when you see players play against teams he supports. They do get that bit more. More nerves, and I mean, if I was to play against a good pool, I'd probably let them score as many goals as they wanted, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, I think of a, a prime example of that as one of our players was in the Europa League final when Albert, Alberto Moreno decided to just switch his brain off playing against Sevilla. Oh, about that Europa League final, what, what do you think of the news about Sacco? He's um. Being clear, oh, he's won a case, he? yeah, he won the, the case against them. Um, he did. He started the case weeks after the final. To be honest, and the fact it took yeah. this long is is crazy. But Liverpool, I seen a reporter ask Jurgen about would Liverpool seek compensation, and uh, the Liverpool media person said he couldn't comment on that. But we should do, shouldn't we? Because I would go as far as saying Liverpool probably would have won the Europa League had we had Mamadou Sakho at the back. Because at the time, he was, he was a good player. And he, yeah, he, he, he had, he was saying was probably 99% of the defenders we've ever had. He had yeah. a mistake in him. Like Lovren. Uh, yeah, um, it's tough to call it whether we'd have won with him. I wouldn't say he was that good where you could guarantee it. But... But didn't we go into that final with, was it Skirtle and Lovren at the back? Um, not sure, no. I feel like it was, you know. Yeah, have a look now. I'm sure it was. Um, 2015 or 2016. 16. But it's mad, isn't it? Because ultimately, like that's that decision ended his career. Sacco's. No, I, I'd I'd go as far as saying it ended it. I know he he's still playing. He's not. He never played for France again, did he? No, he's not played for France. He missed the Euros that year, and he's not played for France. He's playing at Crystal Palace. If he would have stayed at Liverpool, it's fair to say he was young. He probably would have developed yeah. under Jurgen Klopp. He, he potentially could be partner in Van Dijk now with a Premier League medal and a Champions League medal under his, under his belt, you know what I mean? We started that final with Colo Torre and Dejan Lovren at the back with Moreno and Klein. Um. The only one who's still in the team from then is Milner and Bobby. Even Henderson didn't play? Yeah, it was uh, Mignolet, Klang, Lovren, Torre, Moreno, Milner, Chant, Rana, Firmino, Coutinho, Sturridge. Henderson was on the bench. with, with And that was we had Lucas, Joe Allen, Benteke, Origi. Uh, so who was captain? Milner. Oh, OK. Um, I would go as far as saying Colatore was at the end of his career. Saka was when we got him, I was made up. He was he's massive, isn't he? He's a proper defender. And I he would was, wasn't he French wasn't he like the youngest French captain or something? There was some yeah, I think captain. so. He's the captain of PSG, weren't he, before we bought him? Mm. He's he's a good player, but obviously teams didn't want to touch him because they thought he had been doping. And yeah. he hadn't. So I think Liverpool would have a case then ultimately to I mean, argue. He that. was look, he was Nowhere near perfect. No. He wouldn't yeah, be at the team now. But he used to give me heart palpitations every time <laughs> he had the ball. Stage angle from number two, basically. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, right? I'm not Lovren's biggest fan, but I'd rather have Lovren. Nah. I don't know what it was. Someone Maybe... said to me the other day, would I take Lovren? Like, do we, do we I regret sell, like, us selling Lovren? Like, does any part of me like wish we hadn't because of like, what's going on at the minute? I would honestly rather play Nat Phillips than Dejan Lovren. And that's not me. I know you're meant to support your team, but Dejan Lovren just isn't good enough for Liverpool Football Club. And I think he knew that as well, to be honest. I think yeah, that's why I he think, was so cocky. Yeah, well, once you sell a player like that, who's not quite good enough. Bringing them back is always a bad idea, and it's like getting back on the next. Like, it's never going to go well, is it? I'd never bring them back. Never, <laughs> ever. He's doing quite well over there as well. Um, yeah. For Zenit, I mean, they're not doing that well in the Champions League, but in terms of the league, and like Mignolet, he's already been given an extension until 2025 in Bruges. He's like, love there. Like, they've, they've, done, they've done to their league what we've done to our league, ultimately. Right. Um, 
So I know their league standards aren't that good, but then the players in their team aren't that good. So the standards probably pretty similar in terms of ability of the whole league. Um, but yeah, so the City game finishing off. I think the point was the was the best result. Obviously, a win's better, but before the game, I said we'd get beat, and that's probably one of the first times I've thought Liverpool would get beat. But I just weren't confident going. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to admit I'm not confident going into any game without Virgil Van Dijk. Whether that be because we've had such a torrid few years before him, where we were so bad at the back yeah. that you know how bad Liverpool can be. I know we've got Allison there now, but at the end of the day, once you beat the last line of defence, it's only one on one with the goal, isn't it? You, if you're a decent There's enough forward, what can do. yeah, if you're a decent enough forward, you should be scoring one on one with the keeper regardless. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I weren't confident going into it when you seen like reading up to it. We heard the Bruyne was unfit, so I was a bit more confident. Then you see him start, and you see the caliber of bench they had. You know, Phil Phone can come on and change the game. I was just thinking, oh, this is going to be obviously the last game we had against the field where he absolutely battered us. A city we played tonight, and he battered us after we'd won the league. And I just, yeah, ex oh, yeah. I expected that again to be honest. Um, so I was quite proud of the team to get a point, and the point was better for us than for them because they're being lifted into the top half of the table. But the I think there's still was five behind us or four behind us or something. I think the five. I think if they win their game in hand, they'll be two points behind us. But all we had to do was make sure we didn't get beat. Yeah. Ultimately, uh, which we didn't. And going into the... Again, this weekend, I'd take a draw, being completely honest. Obviously, I want to win. want to win every game. But no, Leicester, are, Leicester are a proper rival. I just don't like getting beat by Brendan Rodgers. I just don't want it. I don't want it to ever happen. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what I'm getting at is I would take a draw. <laughs> saying that, don't we always take... Like, remember last year when we played Leicester? They were our, they were above City, weren't they? Because it was in December. Oh, yeah, and we battered them like 4-1 over yeah, there. dominated them. Um, Trent had the game of his life. Against them now with the with the squad we've got the the, team, the players we've got available potentially or you know potentially players we haven't got available <sighs> who knows what's going to happen before we go into the rest of the game I just want to we'll touch on some of the injuries um, wow do we so have to I've just <laughs> I have just got a message apparently. Gomez's injury was caused by Sterling. Right. I don't know how true it is because it's not loading. Well, I I mean Southgate come out and said there was no one anywhere near him. You, you see a lot of nonsense on social media to, to stir up trouble. I mean, I, I got messages through saying Nico Williams was injured. Um, who knows? With us. Yeah, I'm just I was just reading <laughs> I was just reading what it says. So it says um it looks as though it's just someone who's he said she said thing, but yeah. it says suspicions were raised when Southgate insisted he went down with no one around him. Now I thought that was weird to I require surgery and no one's around. You're a professional footballer, you're not just gonna stop and go down like a sack of spuds either and require surgery. So if you I I know you can pull muscles and stuff, but you're not gonna require surgery from not being touched, I wouldn't imagine. It, it, it can, no, I'll be honest, it can happen, it's rare. Very rare. Um, Very rare, like a high-profile one, I remember. Don't you think Michael. it's weird out? Sky filming, reading this message now, it's starting to click, it is clicking in my head a bit, because Sky filming England's training sessions for the news, right. there was no cameras around when Gomez went down, no camera, cameras turned on. There's not one camera of him going down. Um, and someone's put, and they have repeated all week that no one was around them. They've mentioned it too much as though they're trying to make it believable. Um, they're trying, like they're trying to protect someone. Yeah, and Sterling isn't involved again tonight or on the bench again. So this must have been yesterday, is it? 70, 60. Um, you know what? I've just clicked on to the relevance of Sterling. Yeah, because because of last time, yeah. yeah. So someone's someone's put here that he isn't. They've they've took him off the bench. And that, like, we played Belgium yesterday in the Nations League. Raheem Sterling, if he's fit, is playing that game. Yeah, 
Yeah. And he, he wasn't on the bench or nothing. Uh, and at the end of the message says, my cousin plays at the academy and I was told on Friday that Sterling went right through Gomez and training. But the FA or no one's saying a word. Everyone knows, but the FA's preventing anyone from doing so because obviously it'd be like Sterling's carried it on. I'd be a witch hunt, wouldn't it, against them? Like... Yeah. If it is Sterling, I hope I see him. <laughs> <laughs> that you wouldn't even catch him. <laughs> he's going to our college and he's the biggest muppet. There's so much stuff that I could say on this podcast about Raheem Sterling that is real bad, real, real bad. Um, but I'm obviously, I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not going to get into it, but... Um, well, when, we, when we get on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, because there's somebody, I went to school with somebody and she was actually in a relationship with Raheem Sterling. She was the year below me, uh, but she's mates with people who I'm mates with. Um, he was in my college. Um, there's so much. Raheem Sterling was was quite active in Heighton, Costadel Heighton, when he uh, <laughs> when he played at Liverpool. Um, Is that because he went to the college there? No, we went to, we, I went to Cranton College. It was in Witness Our College. The whole the whole uh, nice. Liverpool team went there. The academy. I don't know if they still do, but they must have had like a. Because I think they went to Hale Wood, and then they went to Cranton, and then they done a uni course through John Moores, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure. I think, no, in fact, some of them done it in South Wales because I know the lad who we know he done his through South Wales his degree as part of the pool. Nice. But, yeah. Um, so if if it is Sterling, it's just... How many months ago was did they have last... It was last season, wasn't last it? Season. Like, just the yeah. first game last season in the league yeah. because Gomez bullied them. And if Sterling's <sighs> carrying that on, thinking, I'm going to injure Gomez because they got Van Dijk injured... You are an apps. Listen, Raheem. You, <laughs> I'm speaking listening? down this camera now. <laughs> <laughs> you left us to win trophies. You may have won trophies, but if you would have stayed, you would have won more. We've got six big ears. You are a muppet. That's all I've got to say. Raheem Sterling is a muppet. And I ask him, I invite him to come down. Charity boxing match. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. That's proper. Wound me up. I'm gonna. I'm gonna t- say to me, brother. Don't you be sending me stuff and I'm on the podcast because that's proper. <laughs> proper wound me up. That. Um. Because I remember when it was going. When it was they were going to internationals, I was worried about that anyway. Ah. Oh. Oh, sister on Facebook still like message her and give her some grief. <laughs> nah, I'm not. <laughs> um. I've got a little bit of Hello. Hi. <laughs> Up the red, Stephen, yeah? Yeah, yeah you went in blue, mate. Get off. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, the it's, it's the wrong goodie. It's the wrong goodie. Paul Joyce has just tweeted saying that... That Sterling is injured. Right, okay. It'll probably all come out. If someone... See, it depends on... It's Road End Red who's tweeted on Twitter. Mm. I've only got 300 followers, so it makes you think. Um, but a few people are on Twitter are saying the same thing, that they got this message. It must be a a source of the club. Yeah, it's probably the same messages, you know, like sent to one person, they sent it to 10, they sent it to 10. It's probably spread like wildfire. It could be nonsense. What if it's true? If it's, it's true, only... Sterling should, should get banned. If he's nah, per- no, if he's per- if he's gone into a, you should have be tackling like if he's gone in for a tackle to the point where it snapped a tendon in somebody's leg, you shouldn't be going in for tackles like that against your teammates. I, I wouldn't say banned. I-, <laughs> I would say there needs to be something come back at him. I think he should way. never be allowed to kick a football again. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, sis, I mean, just I suppose I seen as well today. Klopp isn't buying anyone. In January. That's, yeah. That's worrying. I think Klopp wants to win the league without Van Dijk. Just a point. If Klopp wins the league this year, oh my God, there's no question. The like yeah, there's no question how much better of him. There's no question for Liverpool fans how much better he is than Pep. He is a bold fraud, Pep. Yeah. Um, he is 
awful. I think awful. I don't. I honestly do not rate Pep Guardiola as a manager. And people who do, they need to have a. They probably need to put Pep in a team. Say like. What 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 Klopp's done? And He's what, a Jeff manager. Yeah, He's look at Ancelotti. Ancelotti, like, fit, to be to be fair, when we don't like Everton, but he's went to a team ultimately like us that were a sleeping giant. They may mm-hmm. not have won the European Cup, but Everton are a giant of English football. Um, yeah. And if he's done well there, Pep, Barca, Bayern, City. Come on, mate. Go to Newcastle and show me what you can do. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go somewhere where you're not going to get 50 million for a right back, 50 million for a left back. Spent, haven't he spent like 800 million on Defenders City? It, pff, I don't crazy know. Crazy numbers. Crazy you know, numbers. He's not, getting, he's not getting that money anywhere else. Um, I don't. I think apparently Liverpool and Klopp have made this decision together about. Um, not buying anybody because they know teams are going to take us for they know oh, we're desperate okay. so if we if we want that up mancano which we've been linked with massively say he's 45 mil leipzig are going to go 80 mil because yeah. you've got you've got and i think fabinho's looking like he's back this weekend um obviously gomez and van dyke out for the season putting a lot of if we don't buy anyone in january klopp i trust them enough to think that's the right decision He's yeah. obviously seen something in training. Don't forget Billy the Kid, as he calls him, Billy Chimetio's back as well yeah. in training. So Klopp's obviously seen something in training that makes him think I'm fine for the rest of this season. Yeah. Unless he maybe goes and buys a player from another position to then use a player who plays in that position as a centre-half. <sighs> I don't know. I'm, listen, as you said, whatever Klopp does, you've got to trust him because I want to... He's done nothing but make good decisions since the minute he walked through the door. Should Jurgen Klopp and Michael Edwards be looking at, at Jack Grealish? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is Jack Grealish got the potential to be as good as the Bruyne? Um, no, <laughs> simply no. I did would say you is... watch that game yesterday though? I didn't watch it. I watched highlights. I think that's Jack Relish's place in the England squad. Coutinho, rather than De Bruyne. I'd go as far as saying Jack Relish could be better than Coutinho. Okay, Coutinho for Liverpool. Coutinho, are you comparing them yeah. to? Right away, yeah. yeah. Because Coutinho, since he's left us, isn't... I mean, he's been playing decent for Barca this year, but he's just not not the player he was. But I've seen um, it's emerged last night that Jack Grealish is a red as well. <laughs> Where <laughs> is that coming from? Have you, not, have you seen the tweets? No, no, no. Someone, he's, the Villa fan. someone is, he's from Birmingham. He says he's a Villa fan. <clears throat> I'm not buying it. Honestly, like, my brother... <laughs> so my... I don't think he's selling it to you. Like... <laughs> no, um, my brother's partners from Worcester, which is down Birmingham ways. Um, and their whole family is Liverpool fans, so it, it's not like it's unheard of to be from Birmingham and support Liverpool. Oh, yeah. Um, I know Aston Villa and Birmingham. Uh, Aston Villa, to an extent, are a massive team, so it, you'd expect got, them all. You know, they've got Villa, Birmingham, they've got Wolves, and Portland, they've... And the Portsmouth's too far down. What else have they got? Yeah. Is it Pompey? Is that one of the rides? No, no, Pompey's way down. So West Brom. And Wolves are the other two. Yeah, but there's somebody else. In Birmingham. Oh, no, Matthew got Walsall. Yeah, like that, like little Italians. But yeah. with someone has got, I'd, I don't know how people find tweets from years mm. ago and dig them up. I really don't know how they do it. But um, someone has been, I seen on Twitter last night, Jack Relish is a red, a Fred. And this person went and retweeted every single tweet that Jack Grealish has said about Liverpool. Now, you could just say as a kid, he was just watching football and tweeting about it. Mm-hmm. His idol was Stevie. Rightfully so, as a centre mid. You can, yeah. The way he's talking about Gerard, he talks about as recently as Suarez and Coutinho, about how amazing they are, how Liverpool does, should win the league, how amazing Liverpool are. Like, just literally, it'd be like going through a Liverpool fan's Twitter. If you've seen these I'm tweets, all for that. Um, yeah, I do love them. But 
I mean, just because a player supports Liverpool doesn't mean I want them at the club. Like, I wouldn't have that. Who's that beast? Achim Fenwell or whatever. I'd have a role of Achim Fenwell just for the... Just for the... I'd love, just for the dancing. Yeah, just because of how much he's, he does love us. I'd love him. To, I mean, one thing I don't like about Achim Fenwell is he has done things for the sun. So he needs okay. to stick his head for a wobble on that if he's a Liverpool fan because fuck them. That's all I've got to say. Um, but with Jack Grealish, I'd take him in a heartbeat. You think about it in the sense of like Henderson is 33 now, is he? 32, 33? Um, Mil- Milner's what, 35? Um, the Ox are probably going to last, given how good we are. Thiago, 20, I know we only just bought him, but he's 29. Oh, do you uh, remember that time we got to see Thiago play? <laughs> 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 the one time. Um, but yeah, I'd say Grealish. I re- I think he would certainly add to the squad. So he's good cover for, but he's probably the cover we should have got instead of Minamino. Yeah, I um, I was speaking to Ashley last week, and he's saying he uh, he particularly likes the section we do on Minamino. I mention him every single time. <laughs> <laughs> um, he scored. He scored for Japan the other day, Minamino. Did, yeah. Um, but I'd have Grealish. I, I would. I would have him. Um, Apparently, he's got bad attitude and stuff, and that's why he hadn't been called up to England, but it looks as though he's maybe improved that. Uh, and I would go as far as saying I do think he might be a red in a sense of he could have joined Manchester United this summer and didn't. Yeah. I don't care the fact Villa stayed up. He could have went... Granted, they've given him a massive payday. He is on mm-hmm. the highest paid player ever at Villa. Yeah. If you got the opportunity to go and play Champions League football with Manchester United, it pains me to say it. But they're probably us and, us and United, the biggest clubs in the world, the Barca and Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. Why would you not go? Why would you stay at Villa expecting a relegation fight? Obviously, it's a fluke season. They're doing boss this year. But you expect, why would you stay to expect a relegation fight? You want to break into the England squad? Why would you stay at Villa? I know it's all hyperfest because he's already done it's it. Wor- Do you know what? It's working out for him, which. At the moment, it seems to be working out for him. The only thing would But you couldn't have foreseen that. No one in the right mind will just say, Villa, they're going to smash it this season. They're going to smash the Champions 7-2. You're going to end up playing for England. No one would have said that. No, I, I think with... With Grealish... Even my, as much as I like him, what worries me is if we, if we did get him, is he a big fish in a small pond at Villa? Is it like Ben Teche was, who looked unbelievable yeah. at Villa, come to the pool nobody do you know what I mean but then it could be like James it could end up being like James Milner who's an absolute athlete you just don't you just don't know how we could end up but he's still only was he 23 24 now yeah he's only younger I'd take him I'd I honestly I mean Villa would want silly money for him but if they was to go down this year you'd get him cheaper yeah, I mean, I can't see them going down, but I'm assuming he'll have a relegation clause in his contract. Um, I think he has. I think his new contract states that if they go down, he can go. Um, but it's just for his own career, I think he's never going to win the league at Aston Villa. He's mm. never going to win the Champions League at Aston Villa. I mean, they've done it before, but... <laughs> I mean, I think what he's done there is what Suarez did with us. Give them one he more, got, yeah. He gave him a new contract, didn't he? Yeah. Give him mega bucks and said, just give us the best year of your life. Just give us the best you've got for a year and then off you go. I think Bella might have done that to Grealish. said, look, here's a load of money. Stay with us for a year. Make a name for yourself. And off you go, whatever you want. If he doesn't come to the pool, I'm going to go as far as saying he's going to go to Real Madrid. Wow, that'd be interesting. They've got nobody, Steve. I watched them the other day. They're so bad. I watched them get beat by Shakhtar as well. They're so, so bad. And you look at Real Madrid and you think of the likes of Tony Cruz, he's aging, Casemiro's mm. aging. Um, English players have notoriously bad. at Real Madrid. Yeah. Like, even though they've done quite well, you look at the likes of even Steve McManaman. He scored a winning goal in the European Cup final. He probably doesn't look at him fondly. Michael Owen didn't do too the well. The best way to describe Real Madrid is Gareth Bale. Yeah, they don't like English. He is, he is, he's done more for them. You could argue than Cristiano Ronaldo did for Real Madrid. Not sure on that. Um, he definitely won them the European Cup final against us twice. He won it against Atletico as well for them. 
on his own. Yeah, they, when he played off West Coast, it was two years before our final. Gareth Bale run the show. Then he, he won the Super Copper for them when he done that sprint. Oh, along the line, like, yeah. He's won them so much on his own. Gareth, I would go as far as saying Tottenham are our biggest threat this year because of Gareth Bale. Um, and you just aren't liked over there, but I feel as though Barcelona are finished. Uh, as a club, I do think they're finished. I think they may keep all the Messi, but it's just the, the president's gone now. It shows that Lionel Messi runs that football club. And you don't, yeah. why would you go and play somewhere where if Messi doesn't like you, you're not getting a look in? It'd be mad. Stupid. But anyway, building up to the Leicester game. <laughs> David Coutts on VAR. That's where we'll start it. I thought he was the ref. No, he's on VAR. Oh, VAR, that message you. I must have read that message. Yeah, so for those who don't know who David Coote is, David Coote was on VAR for the derby. David Coote is the one who looked to see if that foul was inside the box or outside the box. Um, on... And we looked, he checked to see... What was, was it? Yeah, you see, what he did, he checked to see if it was inside or out, but not to see if it was a foul in the first place. Yeah. Because it wasn't a foul, but once they deemed it was a foul, you know it was it was on the line, so he had to give the pen. But he, he ne- they never checked to see if it was even a foul, which was the the initial was mistake. That, was that the what score? Was that the Everton game? Did they have a pen against us? Oh no 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 no! No, we get stop here, aren't we? Yeah, I'm. I'm no, that I was, was that was the following week, wasn't it? Yeah, David Coos is the one who um, looked at the Pickford challenge and deemed it not yes, to be a red card. Was, yeah. He looked at that and thought, yeah, you know what, that's my father. And he gives uh, Van Dyke's armpit offside, didn't he, as well? Yeah. Um, he shouldn't be allowed near a game of football. And... Never mind a game of football between two of the top teams in the league. Liverpool-Leicester is a big game now. Liverpool-Leicester has got more ride now than Liverpool-Manchester United this year and last yeah. year. So yeah. would you put David Coote on... VAR against Liverpool and United, you wouldn't. That Liverpool United stuff like Michael Oliver's and um, stuff like and the the Scar oh, is my I can't remember his name. Mike the one who the Shamia fan. Mike Dean. Mike Dean. Uh, yeah. They have like the experience like Oliver and Dean and that on big games when Liverpool and I are involved. This David Coote is abysmal. And then the following week after the derby, he's the one I think, if I'm not wrong, who ruled the Bamford goal. Offside when he was pointing. No, was that him as well? Um, I, f- I could be wrong, but I remember the week after the derby, he'd done something again. See, whoever was on VAR for that one, I kind of feel for them because it's not really the person that's a fault, it's the rule. And the rule is nonsense. Yeah. They, they, they've just stuck to whatever the, the rule book says in front of them and they haven't applied any sort of common sense which these people are not allowed to use, so I kind of feel for them sometimes. What I don't understand, though, about this new offside rule, handball rule, whatever, if someone crossed the ball in, hypothetically, Mm -hmm. against Leicester, and Salah scored with this part of his arm, it'd be ruled offside. I mean, it'd be ruled out for handball. Handball, yeah, yeah, so you can't score with it. So how come people pointing where they want the ball? How can your arm be classed as an offside part of of your body? It's even like the penalty against Gomez at City. I don't want to really go back and talk about the City games. We've spoke about for 43 minutes. But <laughs> the Gomez incident, like he said, how on earth is he meant to run? Is he meant to run like that now when you're playing football? It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And But this David Coote is bad. And I oh, think... Yeah. Bad, bad decisions, income, and get your money on. What was it you said before? Vardy Jamie penalty. Vardy penalty. Get your money on Jamie... Putting money on Jamie Vardy to score a pen this weekend, I think, is buying money. Yeah. It should be illegal. That's that. <laughs> David Coop being on VAR, get your money on Jamie Vardy. Get honest to God. We are going to give a pen away with him because it's not going to be a pen and he's going to give one. Jamie Vardy's going to bag a pen. And I mean, it could, he, he could be like, oh, do you know what? They're without Van Dyke because of me. I'll, uh, I'll give David Coote. Yeah. No, oh, we're not getting nothing. In. I was going to say, you might feel, feel bad and give us loads this year. But... I think someone found his, um, his personal Facebook thing and it had the picture of Old Trafford in the background. We're getting, 
we're getting absolutely nothing. And the fact, well, I don't get about VAR though, is the way Carragher was mentioning, I can't remember what game it was, a ref went over to the screen and he said, I don't know why he's going over to the screen because he's just going to side with VAR, he won't stand with us. I think this whole year, there's only, I mean, we're only six, seven games in, there's only been one match where the referee changed his decision by after looking at the monitor. So they're just, mm. they're going to look at the monitor just so people think, oh yeah, it must be that then. Do you know what I mean? Like if, you're in the, if the fans are in the ground and you see the ref go over to the monitor and then give the decision, you think, can't argue with that, he double-checked it. But he's sticking to some bloody yeah. mobile unit in Milton Keynes. Like how... The, the problem is everyone's too scared to apply common sense because they don't want to. they don't want to be seen to be the one to sort of veer away from the, the letter of the law. Yeah. But even though the letter of the law is sometimes crap. And telling them to do that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy. But yeah, going into the rest of the game then, um, are the Cooks playing this weekend, are they? There's Maggie. What is it? What, Caffrey, what, there's two Cooks at Melwood where everyone goes on a boat. I think they're going to play centre-back. Um, <laughs> Dave the kit man's going to be centre-mid. And... <laughs> Yeah, the, the groundsman um, is going to be up front, but <laughs> in all seriousness, who's playing this weekend? It, it, it's laughable, isn't it? The messages <laughs> I was getting through this week from all the players going down, I was like, oh, come on. One positive, I don't know if you've seen it before we come on the pod, Salah has tested negative and is on his way back to Liverpool to oh, um, get ready for the game. Um, and there was one other thing I've seen as well. Let me try and find Nico, is Nico all right? Um... Manny, Manny's back and he's all right. Nico's all right. Salah's all right. I think the only new ones, well, apart from Gomez, um, Hendo and Robbo, isn't it? Yeah, but then I don't, I don't know. You know, I reckon. I, I See, don't... they could be all right. We just don't know because it was precautionary for both. So who knows? We'll see, won't we? I'm not even. I don't even think it's worth predicting a lineup for these games because I'm gonna have a go at it. I've been thinking about it. I've been we we've delayed the podcast for a few days, obviously. Good job we yeah. did to find out like about injuries and stuff. Um but I think say that I've, I've been thinking about it me and it's gone blank. I can't think of who I'm gonna put it. <laughs> Allison Yeah Milner right back. Um yeah. Fabinho, Mata, Robbo. Oh, Robbo, you're playing Robbo. Yeah. Because um, I don't think he'll play the next game. I think he'll come back himself now. Because he only really wanted to qualify the arm bothered. the Nations League already. So, <laughs> um, Hendo, Holden, mm-hmm. with Genie and Thiago, advanced. I... He's back. Steve's back. You might still get oh. excited. He is fit and ready for Leicester. I've, I'm, I've seen it a lot. I'm not saying I'm I'm in the know, but I've seen a lot of uh, people saying he's fit and ready. Oh, it's just saying his name in that TV gives me funny feelings. <laughs> and then I think it'll be um, Mane, Jota, Bobby. Okay. Um, just because although Salah's technically tested negative Liverpool are going to have to test him when he gets back and then test him again so he's not going to train for at least 24 hours and then he's flying back from I think they played at home so I'm sure he'd be flying back from Egypt mm. um, so I just he might be on the bench I can't see him starting um, I think if he does think start he might get a bit of a slap on the wrist for going to that wedding without a mask on I don't know you know um, when I seen that he had coronavirus I was thinking oh that's his own fault that uh-huh. So, what do you make of it? Uh, look, he's just a normal fella at the end of the day, isn't he? Me and you would have done exactly the same. And <laughs> I was at the ground and we won the week. <laughs> you're saying otherwise, you, you, you're lying. Because well, yeah, anyone. I've seen, seen a few reds on Twitter slagging Mel off for that. The same reds who i seen when we won the league on the docks. Yeah. Not <laughs> even at the ground, yeah. on the docks. And I've seen Reds. Yeah. I mean, like, we won the league. I went to the ground. I went to the docks. I'm not, I probably shouldn't have, but I was sensible after it. I didn't go and see anybody, like me nan or anything, for two weeks. I did get a test after it. I was negative. But obviously, not everybody is that way inclined just to make sure they're safe after it. But 
I'm not bothered. Do you know what I mean? He was. He's not going to play. When he left Liverpool, he weren't going to play for what, two, three weeks. Is it he was away for internationals? Couldn't care less. Honestly, couldn't care less. When I seen it, I thought, if you get COVID, you'll be back for Leicester anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really care, to be honest. <laughs> um, and if your mates getting married and the rules are different over in Egypt, you're not going to go. Or brother. You're not going to say to your brother, I can't come to your wedding, Jürgen's in a good pool, might find out. But I think the big question is, if that was his brother's wedding and a family affair, why is somebody filming him there without a mask on and leaking it? If he's if the family, yeah, if the family, people do anything for a new story these days. It's, oh. it's ridiculous, but yeah, I think if Salah does start, I think Bobby might be the one to drop out. Um, he flew to Brazil as well, didn't he? he scored, yeah, he scored to Brazil, Bobby. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I want to going back to the City game, not talking about the game itself. Loads of people, ourselves included, have been a little bit disappointed with Bobby this year. Yeah, that's fair. When you get a minute, watch that city game again, and watch mm. how good we are till Bobby comes off. That's why you're probably thinking that City Sky are making out like City dominated us, because once Bobby came off, he did dominate us. Yeah, the absolutely. Bold I know the game. The game definitely swung in their direction. I I didn't. It didn't click when I was watching at the time. It was down to that. I think Liverpool fans have fell into the. A trap, like, and we all appreciate Bobby, but I think other teams don't appreciate him. So when the media and that are saying he hasn't scored, he hasn't had an assist, it, it is getting in Liverpool fans' heads because they're thinking, "Hold on a minute, Joss is coming and he's bagging. Why isn't Bobby bagging?" But his, his whole role, he, he isn't meant to score goals. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if, if his bonuses is based on wins rather than goals and assists with Bobby. Yeah, because, and I think playing him, I was really excited last City game because it was the four-two-three-one to see how Bobby done a little bit deeper back, and I loved him. I think we need to mm. maybe stick to that formation a bit more. I uh, think, again, as well, if he's playing in a deeper, like a, a, a conventional deeper role, there's less expected of him in terms of goals and assists. What's yeah. expected of him, then, is what he does, yeah. which is lose it together. He's ultimately a midfielder playing up front, isn't he? He's, yeah, exactly. We, we yeah. So play without a striker. Field, we basically yeah. play how Spain won the World Cup and the yeah. Euros. False nine or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, that's your formation on FIFA. So FIFA are, are made by the governing body of football. And they, know <laughs> it's a, they know it's a it's a position so all these rival fans can leg it. Um, what's your score prediction then for the weekend? Um, two all. Gonna be, it's gonna be tough. Um, the players that we've got left of being on international duty coming back, bumps and bruises, and all that, they're all gonna be knackered. Well, one thing that I'll stand by, and people won't like to hear this, but Brendan Rogers knows Liverpool's game inside out because Brendan Rogers started this. Klopp. He was, yeah, he was there at the beginning of this, yeah. This type of football we play, although Klopp's probably made it, he's fine tuned it, yeah. So the the style Rogers wanted is what Klopp plays like. It's the German style of football, basically, yeah. um, and I, I honestly haven't really got a bad word to say about Rogers. To be honest, um, if he would have won us that league that year, we'd be speaking. He's so close. Yeah, we'd be speaking about him in a different light. But yeah. the only thing I didn't like about him was them envelopes, and then I found something else. Um, if you're a Liverpool fan, I highly, highly recommend. I shouldn't really be promoting other people's <laughs> podcasts, but <laughs> um, Jay Humphrey, you know, the one off BT Sport. Yeah. He's doing his own podcast now, and it's on YouTube, and his interviewing technique. Jay Humphrey's probably one of my idols in terms of broadcasting. He's phenomenal. Yeah. He is so, so good at what he does. He's just done a three-part interview with Gerard about, like... Uh, just about being like a player and a manager, more more so about like how he led the line, how he set his teams up, stuff like that. It wasn't more like Gerard's career, where Lampard's was. Um, but I watched it and Gerard said, apparently, he, he, Gerard couldn't remember when he got his envelope read out, but you know that year we nearly won the league? Rodgers had envelopes off the players' wives and family telling them how much it means, that how well they're doing and how much it'd mean for them to win the league. And the rumours are Gerard's envelope was the Chelsea game. 
So Jay Humphrey asked him, was he overwhelmed? And that's why it got to him. So that, and he slipped yeah. ultimately. If that was true, Gerard said it's one of the best things Roger's done, and he really, really liked it. The fact that yeah. he said because the, the dressing room was get pulling at the heartstrings before the game. Fair enough. I'm not a footballer. Mm. I don't know if if that'd work. I just don't think that was the right time to bring Steve and Gerard's envelope out. Listen, <laughs> bring it out against Norwich or something, Brendan. It's not Chelsea. Look, in hindsight, it's easy to say because he slipped. How many other games throughout the season or whatever has he done that to other players and you've not noticed? Well, I'm assuming it'd be the running that he'd done it for. Mm. Um, because obviously the running was when it was getting yeah. intense. I hope he just pulled his envelope out and said to Sterling, Muppet. <laughs> this, this is off Matty Orm. He knows <laughs> what you did in college. <laughs> but uh, no, but Rogers, remember that? Rogers absolutely terrored Sterling, didn't he? With them yeah, with the letter and the in the pool, yeah. So up Brendan Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm expecting a tight game. Um I think we'll edge you. I think it'll be three two. Okay. I think Liverpool still win the league this year. Um We've had the international break to think about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone is close still. You look at City, they've had a slow start to the season. They haven't replaced David Silva, you could say, because um, their midfield just isn't. Mm-hmm. Even De Bruyne hasn't been there the past few weeks. Um, he can't take all by himself. Yeah. Um, I said to my brother before, and I know you've got friends who are Tottenham fans, mm-hmm. I think Tottenham are our biggest challenge this year. Nice. Um, nice. When you look, they've, they've got Lucas Moura, Hong Min Son, Harry Kane, and Gareth Bale going at you. Yeah. <laughs> it's frightening, isn't it? Yeah, and. Place first, by the way. Is that coming up soon? Uh, December. I'll uh, probably try and get um, my mate who is the Spurs fan, try and get him on via Skype or something before the Spurs team. Get his views. Yeah, sound. I. Do you know what? I don't mind Spurs fans. Like, I had the, the best time in Madrid with them, to be honest. Like, we were good pool and Spurs fans. It was such a good atmosphere. Um, the Yids. <laughs> <laughs> we played Tottenham on the 16th of December and then again on the 27th of January. Okay. Eight o'clock kickoff on the 16th and quarter to eight on the 27th. Um I'll give him a shout, then we'll find out. We'll obviously, like, before then, we'll, we'll find out when we're doing the pop before that game, and I'll get him on. I mean, as much as uh, I don't like Jose Mourinho, he's a manager who can do it with nothing, ultimately. I mean, he's got he's a checkbook manager, but he won the Champions League of Porto, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and I think I think he's committed to Tottenham. I think he's got a point to prove, because he said a lot of things about like how he's trying to get it to be as good as his Real Madrid side, hasn't he? He's saying yeah. if there are a few players off his Real Madrid side, so I feel like he's got a point to prove in in England after having bad, like a bad spell with Chelsea and a bad spell with United. I feel like he has got a point to prove. And Jose Mourinho is a world class manager. Liverpool he, fans won't like me was, saying that. He was one that I used to call a checkbook manager. Yeah, but he's not. When you think about it, like when you think about when he went to Chelsea, yeah, he had loads of money, but he went by Chelsea had loads of money before he came in and won nothing. Yeah, um, he won the Champions League with Porto. It says it all to me. To win a Champions League with Porto is, it's crazy. But yeah. he's a good manager. I don't like his arrogance. That's what I don't like. He's not a special one. He's not Jurgen. <laughs> no, no. But like, I don't like his arrogance. But I think they're our biggest threat. Arsenal are so hit and miss. So so hit and miss. They look good, then they look bad. Everton, I think we'll get top four. I think this league will finish mad. I think you could even argue Villa could get sixth or something. Um, but I think there's top, a few mad teams flying about the top of the yeah, table, isn't it? I think United won't come close because it's too much. The Pogba is causing too much of an issue there because he's not playing, and now he's yeah. kicking off. And he said to Sky, "I should, I should be starting and stuff." There's been a big kick off. <laughs> Al Francis, a breath of fresh air and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> so I don't think they'll come out, but Tottenham are the biggest threat or Leicester. Because I don't know how, Jake, but Jamie Vardy just seems to get better with age. He's such a... Just, he's like such a good, proper number nine, isn't he? Yeah. He just defines like Sunday League football. I know that's where his, his roots are. You know, he, he reminds me of yeah. um, Alan Shearer. When Alan Shearer was flying. Yeah. He's just a goal scorer. Really. Proper yeah. goal scorer. Um, 
they got a good team, Leicester, considering that they always get picked apart for the for the great Mares as left, can't say in that. Um, yeah. I, I do think they've got a good team. They fought well. I really, really rate through and chew. They're the uh, centre half the Turkish yeah. lad. Um, and they've got a few. They both play in from Atalanta, a defender. He's decent. And uh, Harvey Barnes has been really, really good this yeah. year. He lost Chilwell, didn't he? To um, Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. Yeah, but Harvey Barnes has been decent. The whole team, Madison, Vardy. Oh, yeah, Madison was a great back. Pereira. They've got a really good team, Leicester, and I don't think that this game shouldn't be overlooked. We shouldn't be looking out thinking all three points. Um, since they've won the league, Leicester have been a big side. Yeah, they're always there or thereabouts. Um, I know last season he fizzled off, and I think that's what might happen this year. I don't think Rodgers know has got it in him to win a league. The final mm-hmm. stretch of it, I think, as Ed goes as well, because it did with Leicester last year. Yeah, but I'm thinking it'll either be three two or four <laughs> nil. <laughs> I know it's so, but I, I, I don't, in between. You now. just don't know what's gonna what Liverpool's gonna turn up because last year we I. I remember before the rest of the game, because that was around December, I think we'd done a pod before it, mm. and I predicted a tight game, and we battered them. Absolutely that, battered that them. Was, that, was, that, that game stands out, wasn't it? You'd ask, you'd ask several players, and I think even, have you seen that wingman with Trent and Robert? Yeah. He did the, the talking about when did they believe about winning the league. And Trent and said Leicester, Trent said Leicester, yeah. I believe we could win the league last year from probably about a third game in. Because <laughs> yeah. it just, last year was just mad. We were singing we were going to win the league before Christmas. Like It was just insane last year. And this year, I think, is going to be crazy for uh, like a whole load of different reasons. Well, if we, yeah. I mean, when you look at the table now. Rat- how, how close it is this year and how far apart it was last year. Well, have you actually sat and had a look at the table? I can't, I can't bring myself to at the minute. It's, it's like, it just doesn't sit right that you've got Leicester, <laughs> Wolves, Southampton, all up, Everton. All well, the top there. four is Leicester, Spurs, Liverpool, Southampton. <clears throat> it's crazy. Leicester, they were top. I didn't know that. I thought Tottenham were top. So Leicester are a point above us. Um, they haven't drew a game this year, but they did beat City. They dominated City, to be fair. Oh. It's a must-win game. Um, one positive, to an extent, Spurs play City this weekend. Right. But you don't want City to win. You don't want Spurs to win. Because if Spurs win, they'll stay above us on goal difference. If City win, they're, they're catching up again. Yeah, yeah. So, so a draw would be nice. Yeah, a draw would be nice. Um, but the league's mad. One thing I'm made up about is... I said Burnley at the start of the season will go down. They're surprised, haven't they? The hate I got off of some of my mates <laughs> and my brother saying that will never happen. Um, Burnley are too good. The goalkeeper's too good. They're, they're just a consistent prem side. They're not. They're really not. They've crumbled. Nick Pope's a good keeper, but I think for Nick Pope's sake, I think Burnley need to go down for him to get the move somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then I don't understand some keepers like Dean Henderson, why didn't he go back on loan to Sheffield United? Why is he chose to stay at United and play once or twice a year? Money. He's been offered stupid money, hasn't he? Yeah. Money talk. I think the hair will probably go at the end of this year. I think that, obviously, Dean Henderson's going to be the number one. He's English. He's he's better than the hair. But I do feel sorry for him. And I do feel sorry for Sheffield United as well because Sheffield United are the next Bournemouth. Yeah. The overpaying season last year, didn't he? Yeah, but the overpaying for crap English players. They paid like 30, 20, 30 million for Ramsdale, who conceded like 75 goals for Bournemouth last year. Like, how's he because he's English, he's worth that much. I'm not, but and I know they give us the money, but 24 and a half million for Rian Brewster, who's never scored a Premier League goal. It's like when Bournemouth bought Solanke off us for 25 mil. Do you know what? It's just. Bonkers, isn't it? Crazy, absolutely crazy. Well, yeah, Burnley go down. Just the premium on the English players because of that. You've got to have so many homegrown players in your squad. Makes you wonder how much someone like Joe Gomez is actually worth, and Trent. Yeah. With the English, if you was if you were to sell, no, if you were to sell Trent to an English team, <sighs> you could ask for two, three hundred million. Easy. Best right in the world. Easy. Yeah, Easy. you can't replace him. What's your thoughts as well on 
Trent done. Uh, he's done two things with Ferdinand. He done one with Robbo, and then Trent done one himself, and it was called redefining the fullback. Um, and Ferdinand asked him, "Would he ever move?" And he said, "He doesn't know, and he trusts himself to make the decision at the right time if it ever came up." Yeah. Do you think he'll ever go? You can't rule it out. I mean, I know he's a local lad. But look what happened when Gerard tried to leave. <laughs> I know, I know. You can never say never. Like, I mean, Gerard actually flirted with the idea. Stephen, it even, you know, even Stephen Gerard got tempted. He wanted to so work with Mourinho. How can anyone ever say never? He wants. He really wanted to work with Mourinho, Gerard. Rightfully yeah. so. Rafa, when you hear some of the stories of Rafa. I'll always rub Rafa for what yeah. he gave us the best nights of our lives in what 20, 30 years. But when you hear some of the stories, like he used he never used to call Gerard Stevie. It was Gerard, but everyone else got first names. But then Gerard says, Welcome back now. Rafa is the best manager he's ever worked under. Um now, Yeah, but I think it's, it's Rafa just lost it, didn't he? Like he wanted to get rid of Alonso for Gareth Barry and, and stupid stuff like that. Um but I think Strange decisions towards the end of the Yeah, time. I think with Trent, I think he'd only go if he wasn't made captain. Yeah, it would have to be there would have to be some sort of catalyst to force a move. I don't think it'd just be. I don't think he'll be captain. Or playing very well or whatever. There would have to be something that forces the issue. I don't think he'll be captain ever. I've said this to you a few times, but I think Curtis Jones will be the captain. In a sense of Trent yet may have captained youth teams growing up, but Curtis Jones as he's been like Gerard where he's captained every single age group. Do you think it'd be a case of the same as when Carrigan and Gerard were coming through? Yeah. And I remember thinking at the time, I think Carrigan should be captain. Yeah. But I think with in terms of if you was doing it in terms of leading on the pitch, obviously Trent's a lot more advanced than Jones, but I like a central midfielder as a captain. The, the central midfield is where you win and lose a game of football. Central midfielders are the best footballers. It, it's, yeah. it's common knowledge. Central midfielders run the game. Cent- it, games are won and lost in central midfield, so your captain should be in central midfield. Whether that means Trent goes into central midfield, so be it. But I think because Jones has had that senior captaincy experience already, granted Liverpool was in Qatar when he was the captain, yeah, I just think Jones is more suited to being a captain because he's so cocky. He yeah. knows he's good, and I think he's got more natural sort of leadership qualities. Yeah, about I think so. Yeah, I, um, and he's not afraid to say no. Like, there's a video from last year. I said it. To, we spoke about it in a pod a few weeks ago about where Jones said to Elliot, "Harvey, shut your mouth, or I'll take the next one as well." About a pen, yeah. um, and I, I just think that having being able to say that to another member of your team, it's just like I am the I am. Who I am, yeah. do you know what I mean? And I think Jones would be better suited to being captain. So that's what I'd like to see anyway. Oh. <laughs> we all know why. <laughs> um, but yeah, we will speak after next Monday, probably. Um, yeah. Games on the weekend. Hopefully we win. I can't face Brendan Rodgers getting, being four points above us this early on in the season. Uh, no, no, no. Jota Masterclass, Steve. That's what's pending. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. So as always, coming on, as I did mention, podcast is dedicated to Ray Clements. May you rest in peace. Thank you for listening. Do leave a like, rate, and subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Thank you. Cheers.